strength It's the sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super. The fans wanted to see more Cell, but this time in his bag. That's right, swagged out Cell. Counting those green packs, honey, with his green scales. Bag alert. Find out bag style. It's balling out bag her. <laughs> You know, I have seen many renditions of Dragon Ball characters in like swagged out streetwear, but I don't think I have ever seen Cell because his body is his swag, I guess. Uh, hello and welcome back to another episode of Falling Out Super, Super. on the weekend. So now we're quiet. Super. Live on the weekend. Super duper. I'm your host, Katie Rosalian. With that, me, as always, is my faithful friend, Alex Patak. There is a Swag Cell Instagram account, but it is unrelated. <laughs> and our guest today, uh, podcaster, comedian, woman about town, Kath Barbado. Hi. Hi, folks. How's it going? How's, cow- how's town, Kath? Town's good. <laughs> I've been about it, you know? Yeah. I'm a woman about it. So Yeah, you know, you say hello to the, to the fishmonger and the mm-hmm. children. <laughs> And when we say I town, greet- we often mean Concord, New Hampshire. <laughs> that is wow, doxing, doxing my hometown. That is where the I was. Town. Until- Sorry, Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> that there, we do not raise bank robbers. I don't believe in Concord, New Hampshire. But uh, that would be such a more fun movie in Concord, New Hampshire, where Ben Affleck's like, "We gotta get rid of these healing crystals now." <laughs> <laughs> That's all Alex. So Alex and I went on tour a few years ago and I brought him to my hometown. And the one thing he saw in my hometown was a crystal store. So I think that's what he just thinks Concord, New Hampshire is. is and I bought many one. small <laughs> East Coast towns with crystal shops. You'd be surprised. Everyone's pilled out aunt has to have a job somewhere. That is that is the vibe of the crystal store we went to was very much like this somebody has a rich relative somewhere and is like bankrolling this person's yeah. little store. And uh, yeah, Alex, Alex made some purchases. Sully, if we don't get cage free eggs right now, <laughs> we'll all go into jail. It's interesting. Cause I feel like this is now the origin story of Alex's weird, slippery slope into becoming a crystal girl because he is fully, he's wearing a moonstone right now. I know. I'm sure you've heard about it. <laughs> That's right, brother. Yeah, Alex has <laughs> since that tour. Alex now has shoulder length hair and a crystal on like a <laughs> necklace. So I feel like that was maybe, maybe you really like connected with something in that crystal store. Yeah, all necklaces feel the same with the lights off. <laughs> your your chakras mean? opened up and you became one. These are the kinds <laughs> of things I say now that oh, I've yeah. completed my girl. transformation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm bodacious about it. That is true. 
Just in time for the winner, Mahalo. <laughs> By the way, who loves the winter? Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. snow happening. Trending the on Twitter in New York, snow, it's snow. Wait, the is sun there snow? Went away. There's, well, no, it's more like wet globs. It's more like wet. I haven't <laughs> even really wet. looked outside yet, so I, I, did, I was not aware. Dang, nah. But as this is now a tropical city, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> it's 70 degrees and it's snowing. <laughs> no, New York, baby. Nothing but effort. <laughs> Count the rings. Count That's the rings. That's right. Oh, man. Bing bong. I can't wait. Bing bong. I can't wait for it to be a winter wonderland and I go out to the Union Square market and I get myself a big... Uh, I get all kinds of knickknacks to give to relatives that Ooh. they don't want and I don't think they'll like, but I just get them anyway because I want to go and look at all of them. And then I get a big Katz's Deli and just to get out of the cold? That's it New is... York in winter, baby. Oh, I, I get just... the spicy pickle. Oh, I love a spicy pickle. <laughs> There's the, the pickle people that open up the booth in Bryant Park and I used to work in a bougie hotel down there and I would just get so high with the... the... <laughs> the doorman and we go get the spicy pickle <laughs> have you and actually Brian been Park. to Katz's deli because it is outrageous the things saw, that are charging over there i saw fat it's joe a- at Katz's deli once with david citrick david citrick is his- almost exclusively the person you would expect <laughs> to see at Katz's deli where they serve you like a 30 pound sandwich and it's like 40 dollars it's so expensive and it's so much food fat joe though not fat anymore like I pretty know. svelte he's now he's gotta get out of Katz's belly then <laughs> it's not for but him he's, he's still wearing those like giant velour suits so he kind of has that like kermit the frog and the uh the the oh i know what heads you're, parody you're video vibe yeah he has like a little bit of like the fisher stevens thing where it's like he still has like a big head but his neck is yeah. skinny like it's yeah. a weird it, it's a weird look, but uh, Fat yeah. Joe is somewhat like swaggy <laughs> Kermit now. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Hanukkah is like tomorrow, it's so just I will say, Katz's Deli, the prices are ridiculous. Too expensive. <laughs> just too much. Very I salty. For sure too more very was salty. Out of the no? Hanukkah announcement, but no, it is. I'm it's too saying, much. I'm just saying it's not anti-Semitic when I say it. <laughs> it's just too. It's too expensive. All that shit should be like seven dollars, maybe. This is. I feel like this is exactly like on my podcast. Uh, one of my co-hosts of What a Time to Be Alive is Jewish, and he will say stuff, and the other two people on the podcast, we just have to be like, "Yep, that's, that's right." Pretty funny. We can't continue riffing on this because we are not we are oh, not yeah. of that I faith. always have to like <laughs> open up a safe space to hate on the fucking uh, orthodox because I'm like no uh, it's okay <laughs> I'm allowed it's fine it's it's okay they they're slum lords a lot of the times it's not it's not anti-semitic <laughs> it's just a true fact <laughs> like, I'm gonna open up this pit for some interfaith skirmishes <laughs> let's go I feel like on this podcast, the like Jewish thing is not nearly as like problematic as whenever uh, uh, Jeremy would go on his like anti-Italian screeds <laughs> that involved like lots of slurs I've never heard out loud before. Again, so it's very he's funny allowed because he's... he's from Long Island. That gives you yes, permission. I am also from 
Long Island, and we just did Joe Pesci's album on my other show, <laughs> in which me, Jeremy, and the guest who's from New Jersey just say the phrase "Guinea bullshit" like fifteen <laughs> times until Jordan's head exploded. <laughs> Wait, which is something you hear out loud, and you're like, "Is it?" 1924? I haven't checked in a while. <laughs> this is a Gangs yeah, of New York like, insult. What's happening here? I mean, I forget that it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm from Long Island and my tiny boyfriend's from Queens and the three of us are just, it's just like, I forget that it's a cultural bubble, but I'm, I'm here to let you know it it's, is. it's, it's, it's And we have to get sometimes. out of those to defeat Donald Trump again when he runs. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's as an Italian-American, I I give you permission to say guinea bullshit as much as you want. It's fine. We, we'll survive. I do feel like Italians are a solid base for Donald Trump, and this is something I wanted <laughs> to get around to on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think he has them already. I can tell you I from mean, my we, family. I dinners. think we appreciate <laughs> how much he talks with his hands. I think that's why. I think that's yes. the connection. It's his love language. It is. He's very passionate. Yeah. <laughs> He's passionate about whatever he thinks of like five seconds ago. It doesn't even right. matter like what it is. He's passionate about whatever <laughs> is currently coming out of his mouth. Like it's that instantaneous. It's love of life is what it is. And people see it. Joie and de vivre. It. Yeah. Joie de vivre. <laughs> Trump that has a lot of joie de vivre. Term. <laughs> oh my God. He's just so full of life. You know, I just, all these politicians, they're just like energy vampires. And I'm just looking for someone with a little zhuzh in their step. <laughs> I don't know if we need a new jingle for this, but I'm going to read another of these Trump emails someone signed us up for. Oh my god! I see them at work too. It's so f- the 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 um the vibe is goes from like authoritarian uh uh red alert to being like don't forget about me. <laughs> like, why are they Why are they formatted to look like tweets? They're not tweets. That's his because they know that's his best medium. They're just like this is where he shines. Also, the people reading this that's like. About as much as they can handle at a time, I think. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is like the base of his art. I think it would be yeah. a mistake to translate it into anything longer form. I will Let's say, though, see. those press releases, like, they show that he can shine in longer form. Like, they, oh, they're when he pretty really gets rapping? Yeah. The <laughs> longest funeral ever. Like, that's, you know, he, he can shine <laughs> in other mediums. Um, there's something here on the unselect committee and the January 6th winch witch hunt, <laughs> but I don't, I think it's like, he's kind of like, not really slamming no. it out of the park on these. Putting so his far. all into it. That's too bad. He's not calling anybody like a, a, a fake man or anything. <laughs> he's not attacking anybody's, uh, I keep I keep Love seeing these ones where they want to send you your free like uh like framed constitution from mm. Trump University. Okay, wait, no, I found a good one. Okay, so this is <laughs> on a news website. Former President Trump, first lady, respond to Colby High School students' handwritten letter. Okay. A real teen that really did this. A a real teen who loves President Trump. And here's what it is. Alex, I would love for you to vet this like even like 10 minutes before we turn the <laughs> mics on. Here's what it is. It says, <laughs> and I quote, thank you for your wonderful letter. 
<laughs> <laughs> wow, what a great guy. Wow. <laughs> and we are inspired by your kind words and heartened by your support. Wow. Says President Trump. So there's a lot. If you have a letter for President Trump, write in to ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. You got to hand we write it, though, apparently. We will forward those. We've received other emails saying we are actually his biggest supporters, so I think we have his ear. He's got to listen. He listens to the show, right? Yeah, he's like, a he loves Cell. <laughs> he would. <laughs> As we all do, because Cell is maybe the best character they've ever written, and I will be sad to lose him next episode. Spoilers. Yeah, oh, I have, I have, fuck! this is the first... <laughs> I've done this episode. I've done this show. I think probably this is like my fourth or fifth time on the show. I think this is my yeah, first time you- actually watching a Dragon Ball episode. Like not only for the show, but in my life. Oh wow! Yeah. What a what a, a fiery episode to be the first yeah. ever. Yeah, I, I'm thinking back. We made you watch a lot of Gundam. <laughs> I watched. <laughs> like- I watched a lot of Gundam. We watched um, Helsing. Which was pretty good. Oh, um, I feel Christ. like there was something else okay. that I can't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah. Was it Dragon Ball Super like it was five not. years ago? It was not. I've no, never watched never the name her. of the show. We've I've kept you exclusively cat. behind the paywall until now. <laughs> oh, wow. I think, I Hello, think, no, listeners. I th- no, she's she was on that time where we were like, we need to... We need to stretch this out. <laughs> There's oh, something okay. else. <laughs> that one time. That was crazy. We, that one time that where we vamped. That one it never happened. Could you again. imagine? This ship's been so fucking tight since then. <laughs> I know. It's been uh block after block. I can't imagine what music I'm putting over that Donald Trump thing. <laughs> Here's my next question, and this is a bit of a hardball one. Gobble oh, gobble, how was your Thanksgiving trouble? <laughs> My Thanksgiving travel was great. I um my father hates Thanksgiving subconsciously and usually tries to make it awful. So he's a Thanksgiving Grinch. He's a th- <laughs> yes, he's a Thanksgiving Grinch. So since I've entered a relationship with my partner Matt, um, I always just go to his family, and it's like the ones I used to have growing up, which is Italian American nonsense, where you you do a full and a pasta, and then you get pasta, and then you get all the regular Thanksgiving stuff, and everyone just gives you a, a glass of wine with ice cubes in it, no matter what you try to stop it, and it's just <laughs> delightful. There was like ten different cakes, and then I go home. It's great. <laughs> Why does your dad hate Thanksgiving? I don't know, because I know most <laughs> of his issues where they root from. This one's always weird because he doesn't say it out loud. But what he'll do is if you do Thanksgiving with my father, my mom's away. She, they're divorced, so she's not in the picture. He will invite you to go to a restaurant that is very cold and dark and on like the highway and then he won't drive me home this is how the pilgrims felt it's so fucking weird one year was at like an a dark asian fusion steakhouse that was like windowless and the ac was on like 50 degrees and i'm like you know i would have been perfectly happy to stay home i didn't have to come out it's okay none of this is on theme that's really bothering me that's like a. it's so weird he's inviting you your thanksgiving is like people in a coen brothers movie doing a drug deal like that's like not festive (laughs) to just it's so weird and i know he has all sorts of weird shit but i i uh i know usually the root of all of them this one just seems to be out of sheer like 
weird that does sound like real divorce dad (laughs) mode though it does yeah sometimes that divorce dads just need to take you to an asian fusion place japanese steakhouses in general are like big for divorce dads i think and i say that as someone who really enjoys a japanese steakhouse yeah i think japan metaphorically has been in a divorce state since 1945 (laughs) and they're reading that it really explains a lot. Yeah, no, it's it's heavy divorce dad. There's probably vibes. some kind of trauma there. Like uh, my dad always used to get mad at random household appliances in a way I didn't understand. Where he was like, mm-hmm. "The laundry machine, you gonna fucking leave the lint in there?" And then I found out his house burned down when he was a child, and I was like, "This is where it's from." <laughs> Your oh, dad probably definitely... has some kind of Thanksgiving massacre that occurred. <laughs> uh, yes, my grandmother was a uh, a woman of particular experience so i'm sure it was a whole thing <laughs> she she told me i needed to go to bloomingdale's to learn how to wear blush at, i'm I'm sorry rouge when rouge. i was uh 13 so you know was like, she wrong just to give you an idea what i'm here to pose is was she wrong <laughs> <laughs> no she was not i was very pale and i looked sick and who's gonna take me seriously in the business world if i can't wear heels Jeff, how was your turkey day? Uh, my turkey day was pretty good. I um I went to so I I was really excited uh because I um made my uh travel reservations too late, which meant all of the buses were sold out, which means I got to take the mm. train, which was very <gasps> exciting. Yeah. Love that choo choo train. Yeah. So that was cool. I felt very fancy. Um it was very expensive though. But uh, so I took the train to Boston and then I stayed with my brother and his fiance in Boston. And uh, I went to uh, a dispensary that looked exactly like a bank, which was very uh, weird. It was very jarring. <laughs> That's correct. Um, it was literally in an old bank and it was all it was in Brookline. So it was all like middle aged white people waiting for weed. It was very strange. Um, <laughs> the way they are approaching weed legalization in Massachusetts is beyond the pale. <laughs> It's like a new luxury item they yeah. think they've invented over there. Like the level of well, like white people bullshit in that state is a step beyond the rest of America. Yeah, unparalleled. As, as a uh, a person who uh, a refugee from Portland, Oregon, I can tell you that that's just the thing that happens if you have like a bougie rich white population. They're mm-hmm. like. They rebrand it. They put it in little glass jars and act like it's like, oh, mm. I've invented this new artisanal thing, marijuana. Like, I'm, I'm getting notes of lound. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 really something else. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very weird. It was yeah, it was it, literally in an old bank. It was like the line was set up exactly like the bank line. It was the day before Thanksgiving, <laughs> so it was like. The day before a holiday, the bank is crowded. The day it was like the uh, exactly parallel experience, except I was buying weed and they were playing Ying Yang Twins. That was the only difference. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> so that's what I did the day before Thanksgiving, and then I went to my parents' house in uh in Co- at the aforementioned Concord, New Hampshire. Did not buy any crystals, um, but I ate a lot of food and hung out with my parents, and uh, they say hello to their friend Alex, who stayed at their house once. <laughs> Uh, Hello. They did ask how you were. Uh, I assume I, she's listening to this. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I told her you were doing well. I hope that's right. <laughs> that's correct. I was extremely sick for the first chunk of the entire part I was back, and I was taking Adderall so I could keep recording podcasts every oh day, God. which is a crazy experience if you haven't done it because you're very up and down. Yeah, this man is a sounds- podcast machine. 
really putting in the work for you people. Yeah, I I made sure that every like conversation I had where I was like, that's crazy, was recorded for, <laughs> for three days. And then uh, Thanksgiving came, and I had already gone to the, the, the Needham Liquor Store. I had purchased every fancy beer they had in their stupid little walk-in fridge. And I was like, I'm debatably too sick to drink all these beers. So what I'm going to do to prove that I've earned it is go on a run around town at around Alex. nine in the morning. You're such which, a psycho. Which left me with the sensation that like I had driven my car through the mud and water had gotten in the engine, but the engine was my lungs. And I finished that run. And then I was like, that almost killed me. Time to drink for 12 hours. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> and people would ask me questions and I'd be like, Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're I'm glad you've recovered from that. That probably took uh took a few days, uh prolonged How your healing you? process, I'm imagining. How are you so cognizant right now? <laughs> it doesn't feel good. I'm I'll tell you I'm glad we're not recording yesterday where I drove for six hours again. But uh <laughs> <sighs> it's uh I'm I'm healing very quickly. It's a quick cold. When you and if you live in New York and you're listening to this, you're gonna get the cold. There's yeah. no way around it. I think I might be yeah, getting I already, it. I feel this lymph node. She's a little pissed. <laughs> I went and saw a Dune with my family. There's just a guy behind us the whole time going. <laughs> <laughs> there was one of those Every on three my minutes train for two and a half hours. Everyone's even it. joking about it makes me like I'm not hypochondriac but as we've covered on this show i don't like noises of certain viscosity mm-hmm. <laughs> in my ears this is a very musical illness going mm. around i screamed at my coworker for eating an apple too aggressively near me i'm like you simply must wow. take two steps back <laughs> you have a lot in common with our fans i'm noticing <laughs> yeah and the ways they try to stop me from living my life and eating on the mic <laughs> The way I was born to do. Look, you're recording Uh like nine podcasts a day. You can't slow down. You can't stop to eat. You're too busy. You know, it didn't occur to me that you are podcasting like 12 hours a day and those those little alkaline, you know, that's to survive. You're the Joe Rogan of Brooklyn. If you want me to stop eating on mic, make me famous and this will stop happening. Yeah, you're the bird body Joe Rogan of Park Slope, baby. I asked people if they've been in a in a sensory deprivation tank, but but I don't know. What, 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 what could I do different than him? I'm looking to improve the experience. Did you see the um, Tim Heidecker and Jeremy and Rajat? clip of them doing joe rogan it's very good i did not and i will certainly make the time it's good it's like heidecker is at like in the joe rogan seat but there's a fuddruckers logo behind him instead of the joe rogan logo and they're it's basically hours of them saying absolutely nothing and going it's crazy dude and it's great i've noticed that is most of the sketches they do yeah and we all love them they're delightful which is why we're so free. close. We're so close, even though they I've never met them because they're like younger than 28, <laughs> which is the cutoff of every person I've ever met. <laughs> I don't think I'm um, visible to people who are like 25 and younger. I don't think they can see me. 
Like no, I, I feel it's the Casper same rules. Way. <laughs> I I work at a college and I like work out in the gym there, and everybody's younger than me, obviously, because they're in college and they're in really good shape because they're the type of people who are in college and go to the gym, which is like a crazy amount of in shape. Yeah. And I was feeling self-conscious and then I looked around and I was like, no one can see me here. Like no <laughs> one's looking at me. I'm, I am completely invisible to these people. I do not have That's to be right. self-conscious. It was a nice you can yeah, touch it's... them if you want and they'll feel you, but they won't know who you are. They'll feel a cold chill, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's stealing my youth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of stealing youth, it's time to get around to most youthful character in the Dragon Ball Z universe, Cell and his misadventures. <laughs> but before we do that, it's time to plug one of the patented products on ballinoutsuper.gmail.com. You send us an advertisement, we read your advertisement. This week's yeah. advertisement is from Checks Notes, the Ballin' Out Super Patreon. Oh, wow, I love them. I hear if you go to patreon.com slash pod for just $5 a month, you get an additional four shows a month. Holy Toledo. And you know what they're doing, Alex? What's that? You know what they're doing behind that paywall? They're they're fucking watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Is that so? (laughs) The Shakespearean tragedy of Yu-Gi-Oh is one that brings us all together this holiday season. Now, is this a situation where if there are five weeks in a month, there would be five extra episodes? Oh my god, Alex, I'm so glad you brought up this Catch-22, but in fact, it's not Catch-22. Yes, you would get five episodes. So that's a dollar an episode. Holy shit. Just like the famous (laughs) novel, Catch-22. Yeah, I'm just putting all the references in this bucket. (laughs) Well, I'm sold, and I'll be subscribing. Thanks. And if you, you would go. like uh, to subscribe, you go to the website Patreon. I keep saying. Patreon.com slash I don't know what it is. No one does. <laughs> if you think I'm or great, move. you can listen to all the old episodes of me, because apparently I've, I've been behind the paywall this whole time. So you subscribe. Have. You can you can relish calf back there. <laughs> you can take a bath in calf content. We, because we Lord knows there's not enough state. hours of me talking into a microphone freely available on nope. the internet. You can't get nope. it anywhere else. There's not. There's only Gundam related calf content. <laughs> and it can be yours if you smash that freaking button in time for the ho ho holidays. Haha. <laughs> Or depending if you're Jewish, the haha holidays. <laughs> it's all garbage, baby. Let's Ju- go. Jewish people still Jewish call them right. holidays. I just want to point that out. They don't have what? a different word. They, yeah. Well, they have the Hanukkah, <laughs> the haha the Hanukkah days. <laughs> I'm really? not sick anymore. I'm fine. <laughs> it's just stop I- asking me. Yeah. I always love the yearly uh, attempt to try and make Hanukkah the same thing as Christmas, where it's like, A, in the Judaic calendar, it's just not as important. And then B, it's just like all Jewish holidays are like a huge fucking bummer. It's just <laughs> not a fun time. You're just supposed to, you get presents on this one, but you're supposed to just like sit around and feel bad about shit. Contemplate. Dark. <laughs> As my role but, as the new Joe Rogan, I must remind you that what you should have done is adopted the Roman holiday for the sun, and then you wouldn't have this problem. Because it's not a Christian holiday either. Nope. 
No. It's just a copy and paste. And if you're interested in that, Mike Duncan has 12 hours of history that you can you can subscribe to at ballandoutsuper at gmail.com and <laughs> okay. at patreon well, at as We're going to well. stop this and now talking about Roman holidays. Uh, let's talk about this episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, let's Excelsior. Do I agree. <laughs> the title of this episode is A Hero Sacrifice, Last Chance to Save the World, my favorite Britney Spears track. Uh, you know... It, last week we were fighting Cell. Gohan went beast mode. He didn't kill Cell when he had the chance. And Goku did that thing where he forgets how annoying he is all the time and yeah. says the thing where he's like, "Why don't you kill him when you had a chance?" And like, you gave him a sensu bean last episode. You know what whatever. Goku was put in the position of, and I didn't mention this at the time, but it's actually uncanny. Is he is Rocky, and he's being moved to the position. Of coach, yes, he, he is in the later Rocky films telling the guy from Heroes that he's got to put his block up, and he doesn't know how to do it. He just doesn't. And uh, so Cell uh, threw up a lady um, because he was Android, punched so hard. He was punched so hard he threw up Andrew eighteen. He went into Ugo mode, and then in defense has uh, ballooned up with the threat to explode, and that's where we leave our heroes today and if you're wondering <laughs> android 18 she's on the ground she's covered in goop she's she so is, goopy yeah yeah she's and extremely goopy and it's disgusting <laughs> they got great foley of what the goop sounds like a few <laughs> times this episode where it'll, pull, yeah. it'll pan to android 18 and be like splat <laughs> <laughs> oh god so um cell's gonna blow up and he makes it clear that he's gonna take everyone in the earth with him uh gohan he doesn't feel great about this he doesn't want that to happen uh and uh he reminds him if you as so much lay a finger on me i go boom boom and that's a direct quote and that's all it is and the thing is while he's saying this and this is what i want to hammer in over and over for this episode he is the happiest girl in the world he's having a he blast. is so thrilled <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna blow all of you up and he's like ha ha boom ha, ha. well you know what i think it is you ever have a friend who had like a weird body dysmorphia thing where they like were constantly like i gotta be the skinniest ballet dancer and then they finally just are able to live their life <laughs> yes just like yeah. he's been the perfect man this whole time when it turns out he just want to live his truth i had this friend just named cell who went through a very <laughs> similar transformation I will after he threw up that girl who was in him by getting punched <laughs> i will say like i i feel like i as I said, this is the first Dragon Ball anything I have ever watched all the way through. Like I've knew, I knew, I vaguely aware through cultural osmosis what yeah. it is because all of my friends are you guys and <laughs> like <laughs> no, mm. you know, are you thoughts and prayers? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the I feel like the character design of the fat characters is so much cooler than the character design of the ripped characters. When Cell mm. is in Ugo mode, he is awesome. He's so cool looking. And he's having a great time. And I'm just like so on board. And then he comes back and he's like this Adonis. And I'm like, I'm not as interested in you anymore. Like, and I right. love King Kai. Like King Kai fucking rocks as like. Oh, I love King his, Kai. Like his whole <laughs> outfit and like fashions. I'm just like, this is great. Like 
the the big boys are so much uh, better than the than the hunks to me. I'm Kinkai gonna say this, and it's not gonna also... totally track. But when he's perfect, Sal, he's just Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> they think Kenneth Branagh I mean, is the perfect man, and Sal look, be looking like Kenneth Branagh with that ass. I, yeah. I feel like the so, voice, like the gravitas, is very Kenneth Branagh. I would watch Sal play Hamlet for sure. <laughs> he said something in this episode. I forget what it is. Where he shoots a beam and is like, "Forsooth." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's um, explaining his like the like n- nucleus in his brain or whatever and he's like infinite stores of energy i'm like this guy's got some some gravitas to him yeah he, there was a shining crystal inside of this old shell a <laughs> shell the world forgot to see <laughs> so he he's counting down to blowing up and everyone's freaking out. They're like, oh, I guess we are going to die this time. I haven't seen the show before. So, you know, we think we're going to die. Uh, Gohan is flashing back to <coughs> Goku being like, please kill him. And, you know, he's having a whole emotional breakdown because he's like, oh, I really fucked up. He's punching the ground, just cutting up his little fisties. And, you know, it's just not good. But then Cell, uh, Goku looks at his pals. He gives them a little smile, and they're like, oh, there's that look. That telltale look of this uh, man who loves to kill himself. Is this, when you, okay, <laughs> does he die a lot? Does, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is this, this like consequential, or does this happen, like, this all show. the time? Yeah, yeah, wait, it is the third time this show, and that's why they make a big deal out of being like, and that's why Goku's never coming back. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Cut to 20 episodes later. They're like, we got to get Goku back. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, he gives him that knowing. He gives you the look. And, uh, My boy about to do it. He instant transmissions over to, to Cell where uh, he gives Gohan a little pep talk. He's like, daddy's proud of you. Study hard. Yeah. Tell you your slightly mother I'm not, not coming home guy. for... <laughs> turnips and uh yeah he takes him and he brings him to north kai and king kai is like why did you bring him here and he says i had to bring him somewhere and he goes you like you can literally go, go to, to space. just outer space <laughs> go to space <laughs> you fucking why idiot you ruin- <laughs> yeah and i would just like to remind uh people who are a fan of this franchise 900 episodes later in Dragon Ball Super, they are still dead. And there's a whole episode that is King Kai begging Goku to bring him back from the dead because, <laughs> quote, nothing tastes right. That's horrible. <laughs> that rocks. So that actually is um, consequential that if he stays dead, King Kai stays dead for that long. That's... Yeah. Which and he is... is- and this is the part that really sticks in my craw. Uh, God. <laughs> yeah. Goku chooses to kill God. And then he does, he like mentions why he's complaining, like, this is just one planet that I'm supposed to be protecting. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like, I got a whole job you just The north up. of the universe is his like area, <laughs> and he's just dead now. So I don't know what, what's happening over there. Um. <laughs> yeah so uh it's fucked up uh he doesn't and even, then, like he's not mad enough do you understand what i'm saying like he yeah. should be there should be some punishment for goku should be like 
torn apart by vultures for a million years. Yeah, now. he needs to be like pushing that boulder up the right. hill or something. He needs to have like, his pancreas plucked out or whatever. Yeah. It can't be the uh, boulder. He would love the boulder. He would love to push the boulder be, up the hill. Is, I feel like that would be yeah. 900 episodes of an anime of just him pushing the boulder up a hill and then it's falling That's like essentially what was happening when yeah. he was in that spaceship on the way to Namek. I was, was going to say, like... he's been living his life pushing a boulder up a hill. He would love <laughs> to keep pushing the boulder up the hill and just be like, I've gotten so strong from the boulder. Yeah. Look at <laughs> this, finger push-ups. That would be, uh, well, no, so... that would be the, the hell for him is that he pushes the boulder, but he experiences no gains. He gets zero gains oh, from no. the boulder. Yeah, it's just like super easy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Cell explodes. He explodes. He tears North Kai asunder. Uh, it, it, it ripples out into the universe. Goku is eviscerated and everyone feels it on Earth. They're like, oh, no, Goku is dead again. The yeah. thing that never happens. Piccolo says, I can't sense his energy. He's like, well, he went to heaven. So <laughs> could you before? <laughs> He's like 10 million miles away. <laughs> Uh, sad music plays as Gohan cries on the ground, and uh, Krillin, who famously is so bad at comforting anybody, <laughs> he's the worst guy to send over to him. But yet, here we are. We got Krillin trying to do the pep talk where he's like, hey, buddy, uh, your dad loves all that little shit you did right there, and you, you totally, you saved you saved us. And he's like, actually, I didn't. And he's like, no, it's fine. He did really fuck up. And I know we <laughs> like to blame Goku for everything, but Gohan fucking slammed the ball into the ground last episode. <laughs> well, I will say, though, children learn from their parents. They learn. He is, it's he is a child. He's 11 years old. He's a he is a product of poor parenting. <laughs> All he has learned is to fumble the bag. That is all he has learned yes! from his father. <laughs> now, if Cell was his father, he would be picking up that bag. He'd be having haters who don't want to see him explode. His eyes would get fat when his belly gets fat. He'd be eating women and then throwing them up. Uh Krillin says one salient thing where he's like, you saw how your dad was smiling before he left. He loves this shit. He loves to die. He kind of does. Uh, That's a decent point. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a whole thing. Then Krillin, um, what you need to understand, Kath, is the woman covered in goo on the ground is a robot named Android 18. Okay. She was designed to kill everybody. Hmm. And she fucked with Krillin once by like giving him a kiss on the cheek and he's so horny for her he's that so he whipped just by insists it. on saving her now even though there's really been no president for it up to this point. And also and it sounds like she like, is perfectly capable if she's designed to kill everyone. So it probably doesn't need yeah. assistance from uh Yeah, she's like well and she's just like not all that interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Krillin has just decided, he's like, I will make this Borg my wife. Yeah. <laughs> now that she is out of the bug, I will make her my wife. Yeah, he picks her up and she is, uh, we talk, We joked about it, but she is covered in viscous goo and it is like viscerally disgusting. Looks like my baby just got born, <laughs> he says, rubbing his hands together. And then there's... Vegeta's like, you can't. And he's like, but she's so hot. Yeah, there's a lot of pot kettle in these last couple episodes, first with Goku being like, 
oh, just kill the bad guy instead of wanting to see how powerful he gets. And everyone's like, that's your thing. And then Vegeta being like, why do you want to save her? She wants to kill everybody. It's like, but you want to kill her. That's what you do. That's what you do. That's what you sound like. (laughs) And just because it's Thanksgiving doesn't mean I'm going to not say that. (laughs) Meanwhile, on Snake Way, everybody's just having a great time being dead. Uh, This was, I will say as someone who's never watched the show, it was very jarring to me that like there's all this complex like, very specific as in many anime uh series complex very specific lore and logic to to this universe but then there's just heaven like they're just like they have little (laughs) halos like it's like it's just so weird that it's like oh okay it's just like all right they go to heaven and they have little halos and they float all right yeah there's no like more additional afterlife lore to this it's just which does imply there's a jesus yeah, you exactly. Meet, and it feels good to be around him, and he turns you into a little <laughs> spirit puff the way they all are, and they're like, oh, hooray. Which, yeah, I guess, and there's does sort anime. of. I, it, Sorry. It, I guess it just sort of makes sense because I've said on the show before, like, because I'm. I'm th- my main interactions with anime come from being a guest on this show, and the lore in anime <laughs> does kind of. Tr- like, it seems similar to, like, the lore in the Bible. Like, there is, like, some kind of parallel there. So I guess they're just like, we'll just use that because it's, like, basically already anime. So, fine. They just have little halos. Totally. Yeah. There's even, like, a St. Peter-type guy. There's a guy, King Yama, who they talk about here, who, like, decides where you go. Nice. Uh, right. The concept so- is, what if St. Peter, but big? Yeah, he's, like, a big really guy. really big. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they're flying around, and he's like, "Sorry for killing you, King Kai. I didn't know what else to do." And he's yeah, he's like, "I'm in charge of the universe, and you killed me and my monkey and my cricket friend." And they they're like, "Yeah, it sucks to be dead." Uh, and then <laughs> then they're like, "Wait, where's Cell? Did he go straight to hell?" And they're like, "Oh fuck, he wasn't at the check in at the hotel." I guess he's not dead. Shit. Oh, fuck. That's right. And this is where we're introduced to Cell swagging out on a level unheard of up to this point. We don't even see him and he blows a hole in trunks and he goes, oops. And that's our introduction. (laughs) Cell is back. Dust rolls over the crowd and yeah, just a finger beam comes out of nowhere and just straight up kills the most fuckable character on the field <laughs> just out like what a power move <laughs> sell decrees from downtown and we know he's back <laughs> and this next part is extreme dragon ball bullshit right because it's like sells back and he's in his perfect form and up until this part like the whole plot of the show has been he can only be perfect when he has all these robots inside of him and blah 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 and he's like hi everybody sells back i know you're wondering how did i get here well um (laughs) It turns out I have just a one single brain cell, LOL. And if it stays alive, I could come back. And then also remember how I absorbed everyone's powers? Well, I learned from the Saiyans that I can come back twice as strong if I almost die. And I also learned instant transmission. So I get to be perfect and I'm here lickety split. What about that? Thanks, Toriyama. I, I really <laughs> like that be- he makes a, a big point of being like, I didn't even do this on purpose. It just happened. Like, he's like, I don't know. 
<laughs> this wasn't my plan. Turns out it's great. I thought that was Tell me God didn't have a plan. <laughs> yeah. It was a real oopsie daisy. I thought I was done for, but look at me now. It's like, man, Not to at be least extremely bluff. shitty and pedantic, too, but the cell thing? I now understand it doesn't make sense. Because when you, like, <laughs> blow someone to a million pieces, the cells never are destroyed. They just split apart or whatever. That's how breaking things, that's how dying works. It's a break. When you explode someone, their shit is not. There's a finite Gone. amount of matter you can't in the yeah. universe. Destroy yes. a cell is my point. Matter cannot be destroyed, listener. <laughs> matter cannot be destroyed. I mean, Alex, you can destroy scientist, cells. moonstone but- owner. It would yeah. be grave if matter were to be destroyed. <laughs> I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, he does is say the about to crash line. into your house. What's happening right now? It's the plane visits the podcast every now and then. And I get rid of them when I can. And sometimes they visit the show. Okay. Um, Kath is referring to what I think is the funniest line in the show where he goes, this is the part that's really going to sting. It was an oopsie. It's really funny. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh shit, oh fuck. And uh, Gohan's like, here I am. I'm going beast mode. Let's do it again. Uh, I'm glad I got a round two because I really fucked up not killing you last time. So this time I will kill you. So my dad didn't die in vain and everyone's grasping. And now the king of the hour. Vegeta's been sitting by this whole fight, just clenching his fist, tightening his asshole, being very uh, Napoleon, and then he's like, I, okay, first my son gets stronger than me, and then he dies? This is the best part. This is my favorite part of the whole thing, because the way this happens is he goes, check trucks, is he dead? And then Krillin's like, he's dead. And it's like, does no one else see the foot-wide hole in the (laughs) (laughs) Like... How does anything work if that person's not dead? <laughs> the two weakest characters in the show surround Trunks' corpse like it, they're going to ride it out there like a surfboard. <laughs> and Vegeta's like, now Goku, my sworn enemy's kid, is going to fucking pop off? No, no, no. So Vegeta uh, just goes in all willy-nilly. He just screams. He does a bunch of beams, which has proven multiple times not to work. But they're really good beams. They, they are. spend a lot of money on these beams. They're good, and he like he's really producing them real quick. You know, it's like a lot of beams mm-hmm. per minute. Right, as we've said before on the show, whenever any character does a ha 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 thing where they like punch their palms out, that's never going to do anything. That's never <laughs> yeah. done anything once in the show. It happens every three episodes. It's like when uh, one of those birds try to make themselves look big to scare off a predator mm-hmm. and you're like you're just bones under there bro it's pretty <laughs> right? much exactly like a big bird <laughs> um vegeta I- puffs up quail style mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh cell just uh does a quick beam and gohan jumps in the way to block it and uh you're like oh this doesn't look great oh, wait, he's fine. I've seen this show before, even though Yamcha has not seen the show, apparently. And he's like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, we're gonna die. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which is fair. Gohan is, uh, he he looks fucked up. His arm is all fucked up now. He's not looking great. 
It's like Sal's like I'm he done dislocated pussy his shoulder or something. Yeah. He's got some. It's abrasions. unclear what's wrong with it. Yeah, the abrasions are wrong. <laughs> um, it's not good. And Sal's like, "All right, I'm gonna actually kill everyone now." And Gohan's like, "Oh shit!" And that's when the announcer comes on. He's like, "Sal's back, and he's hotter than ever, <laughs> and he wants to take the old Earth down with him." Oh, whoa! What's Gohan gonna do? He's all fucked up. Next time yes. on Dragon Ball Z, Sal's back with his revenge high. body. He's back. <laughs> literally. Sal <laughs> says his famous line: "For thine hubris, thou shalt pay a shilling." <laughs> And begins the Kamehameha hands. <laughs> oh, right. I'm sorry. Yes, he 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 was setting up the Kamehameha hands to uh, execute Gohan, which it's like doing someone else's finishing move on them. Mm. It's no good. It's the ultimate insult. Yeah. Yeah. Disrespect. To recently um, dead Goku. You gotta wait before you can say that about Goku. Out of seven Dragon Balls, what do we rate and review this piece of art? Alex Patak. Wow, Katie, what an episode. To see the great struggles of our intergalactic heroes another time, I'm sitting here and I'm saying, Gadzooks, six Dragon Balls. Wowie zowie. Kath, what are you thinking? Um, I, I, re- I actually really liked this. I feel like a lot of times... Um, when I watch something for the show, I feel very um, overwhelmed by the amount of information being presented to me. And uh, it's really <laughs> difficult Fair. to like follow what's happening. I feel like this one was pretty easy to follow because it was basically one scene. And uh, I liked that. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go six Dragon Balls. I, there was action. There were cool character designs. Uh, I enjoyed looking at them. Uh, I liked how happy the big cell was when he was a big fat guy. I enjoyed that. I'm going to go six. Yeah, I'm also giving this a six. It was snappy. We got fights. We got beams. We got Vegeta acting like a piece of dumbassery. <laughs> um, we got Trunks' beautiful hair flowing in the breeze as he lays to rest. Sweet Prince. Uh, he leaves a beautiful just- corpse. We got to see King Kai, who I am a fan of. Um, justice for King Kai. And his Borscht Bell act. Uh, right. Well, we put yeah. in King Kai's GoFundMe in the link description. <laughs> yeah, to bring him back King to Kai. life. <laughs> That's what the GoFundMe He lost for. his home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 666, the devil's rating. Good job, everybody. Ah, hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Another great episode. And just in time for our famous Dragon Mail segment. Let's pull that up. It's time for Dragon some of that dragon this episode i mean this email this email <laughs> i'm fine i'm not sick this email is entitled pyfq06 plus 10m9kt uh, uh is it a virus <laughs> and it seems like it would be a virus but it's not and i noticed cuz the the, the title is question for the pod, but it's actually from a virus number. And so I'm not going to worry about that. But it says, hey, ballers, quick question. When was the most recent time each of you, including guest, mm-hmm. saw a hentai? 
And what was the <laughs> hentai depiction of specifically? And how did you happen upon it? Well, <laughs> this is a great question. That Thank you, virus posits... email. <laughs> yeah, thanks, virus email. Um, hentai is anime pornography, which I'm sure everyone listening to this show knows. Sure. But um, here's the thing. I'm an adult woman. Mm. <laughs> so I have not intentionally watched hentai since I was a maybe 14. <laughs> mm. um, and the time I did see it is it was on sci-fi channel at like two in the morning. <laughs> it was a, a lady with big old milkers getting like hooked up to a machine and there's bluegies everywhere. Well, I don't know if it was explicit. The thing is they'll, they'll slip hentai into regular porn websites like yeah. as advertisements where it'll be yeah, like... Yeah, I've seen that where it's like cunt wars click now <laughs> you can't not click or we'll sue you i have a joke about those porn ads in my in my act about how like they're so they're like so abstract like they're not even it's not like a man and a woman it's like godzilla and tinkerbell it's like so exaggerated <laughs> like it's very it's very strange i guess that's kind of hentai is kind of like that too but those ads really yeah. really take that to the next level my favorite thing about those is like i i feel like the main thing for hentai is you're so attached to the ip of like <laughs> Tenchi muyo that you want to jack off to it and so you go find it even though it doesn't look like people yeah. well, the hentai I mean ad is like lois griffin and like yeah. a monster yeah. <laughs> i don't get the ones it's for like, family guy anymore i feel like there was a phase where that was a very that was one that I saw was really lot. big <laughs> i did see an ad for one that was like with sasuke getting it up the ass mm. but i um no i mean there's from what i understand there's like whole like movie production houses of like not like ips but like full-on film original series episodes yeah yes thank you oc um but yeah i uh 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 sorry i'm inexperienced now from what i've seen recently it's overwatch characters overwatch (laughs) characters are getting fucked and they're fucking yeah i don't think i've ever like intentionally watched like sat down and watched one of these though i've like i've clicked you should make the time yeah i mean like i i've in my like, you know, I because I, I I watch pornography. I'm a regular watcher of pornography. Yes. I know. Oh, I'm clutching all my pearls. <laughs> it's important to support art. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By watching it for free on a on a streaming website. <laughs> um, but no, but I've like I've clicked hentai out of curiosity before in my sort of sojourns into that part of the internet. Yeah, and like it, it's not for me. Like it's not it's not my thing. Um, but I have I have um. I've definitely watched some. I don't know when the last time I did was probably probably not too recently. Um, but, yeah. but what I have noticed is they are at least the stuff that I have s- clicked on. It is like there are whole series. Like there are like there's plot. It there's more there's plot than there is plot. in like regular porn. So I feel like yeah. it might be appealing to you if you are somebody who does kind of like a situation or a story because I feel like in like human porn doesn't have that anymore like no so i yeah i can kind of see how maybe that would be appealing to you if you like that i mean it again, well, it didn't really I, do much for me but you know 
I'm surprised because when I was young, like when I was a horny teen, like I was too scared to watch real porn. Mm -hmm. So I did read like horny comics. So mm -hmm. I'm surprised it just never overlapped. That's like more like where I'm at, where I'm like, oh, it's weird that I never saw this because it just seemed in line yeah. at the time. But yeah. What about oh, you, I Alex? mean, I've seen a bunch of it, but the question was, what was the last one I saw? So, which I oh. have answered. So thank you for writing <laughs> thank in. Thank you for writing in. We've, we've, really, we've really unearthed some stuff. Virus today. number. That's what, <laughs> that's what we, yeah, it's probably like you click on it and your computer's going to get infected with like. I also send destroyed you a lot like, of computers in my childhood. So that probably is not related at all. <laughs> yeah. And with that said, I think that's that's plugs, right? That's plugs, oh, yeah. baby. I hear the train of coming. Plug a plug a choo. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me and uh, co-host of this podcast, Alex Patak, on December tenth. Our uh, comedy show, Paid Protest, is coming back. Secret Loft, ten p.m., Fourteenth uh, Street in Manhattan. Uh, December 10th. Come check it out. We raise money for uh, New York City DSA. It's going to be a real good show. I think. I think Friday always... night at 10 p.m. This Friday. is going to be the most successful 10 p.m. show I have ever produced. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> I can feel it. Those are usually a death sentence, I feel. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, we fucking people, got it. Come on, man. Be, be more optimistic about show. this. Yeah, come on. It's a good time. It's a good Plus, time. everyone loves Secret Loft. It's true. And uh, I also have two podcasts. One of them is called What a Time to Be Alive. Uh, we talk about stupid news stories every week. Um, that comes out every Monday. We have a Patreon for that as well. And another podcast uh, called Lie, Cheat, and Steal, which is a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. We just recorded an episode for the Patreon about NFTs, which will be uh, yes. when this comes out. And uh, I, my, my co-host, Pat Sorois, uh, decided that it stands for New Flex Technology because it's just a way to flex. <laughs> in uh in <laughs> quote unquote owning jpegs um yeah and i'm kath barbadoro on uh social media and when i have stand-up dates i post them on my twitter so follow me there i would like to plug serge tankian's nft he's produced <laughs> and people are telling him you can't do that it's bad to do that and he's like no i did good mining so it's you gotta buy i carbon offset <laughs> yeah you gotta Yo. buy my turtle that's like a, <laughs> a metaphor for the Iraq war or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> and I just think people should own those and I want to plug it here in the plug section. Wow, thanks for the hot tip, Alex. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose. Please watch Al Bummer on Giant Bomb. We are now in front of the paywall. Ooh la la. Um, I forgot what this week's episode is, but I'm on it. <laughs> And as always, please check out the Ballin' Out Patreon. Patreon.com at BSPod. And uh, thank you for being here with us. See you next week. Okay, bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.